Everyone else is stupid. That's why you're listening to Cliff and Kindle Coast to Coast. Yo, 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 yo. Out of this world. Out of this world. No, I never found it here. I did not follow. I did not follow. Cliff and Kendall, Cliff and Kendall, Cliff and Kendall. This is the show. Don't got nothing for that one, Kendall. The weather outside is thankful. Kendall. Back in America this week, you know those old United, supposedly quote unquote United States of America where we used to live. I don't know what they call it these days. But I do remember. Remember that holiday. We used to have a holiday in the States where we come from. It was between Halloween, which is the scary holiday that we like so much, and Christmas, which is the festive, you know, sparkly holiday that we like so much. There was another one yeah. sandwiched in the middle. And it was called Thanksgiving. It was. But Your thoughts? now, being this this year, you know, we have a lot less to be thankful for, so we have to just skip right over it. <gasps> well, Kendall, we're not going to skip over <laughs> no, it. We're going to bring just kidding. some of our Thanksgiving traditions from the U.S. of A., where we used to call home. Uh, we're bringing them here to the Falkland Islands, to Fizzy 111. Somebody's got to keep it alive. Got to keep it alive. Got to keep the dream alive. Got to not ever stop believing. Got to keep on... Keep it on and ease on down the road. And this is Thanksgiving ease on down, ease on with down Cliff road. and Kendall. It's coming up this week. Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn is already in a tizzy this afternoon. She has invited just everybody an open invitation for the folks of Fizzy 111, the sheep farmers, the factory workers, everybody who's anybody has been, which is everybody, who has been invited here to Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn's Butter Churn of Pottery and Butter. For a Thanksgiving community meal, they want to. They're gonna break bread. They're breaking right bread. I'm gonna eat bread. You can break it if you want to. Can you break it? If you break it. You bought it. I'm gonna eat it. And I was just gonna lay under them while they broke bread and catch all the crumbs. Catch all the crumbs. Wow, that's a sight to imagine. But I'm gonna not do that. I'm just gonna get my own bread on my own plate with everything else. And I just am so excited for the people of Fizzy 111 to experience this fun old-fashioned thanksgiving with us kendall what who was the guy that made thanksgiving was it king arthur it was king thanksgiving of uh the uh oh the autumn empire right the autumn empire i love something it. like that yeah loved it loved it loved it loved it of course they served a lot of meak he loved big feasts yeah 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 no, Kendall. Oh, no. Google it. Google it, idiot. It was not the Autumn Empire. It wasn't King Thanksgiving, you moron. It was Honest Abe himself. Himself. What? Don't you remember he declared it? You're shitting me. He said, I do declare this last Thursday or fourth Thursday in November, I do declare that it shall forever be henceforth known it's Thanksgiving, a time for when we give thanks and we just say thanks a lot to the big guy upstairs. He was like, four score and seven years ago, I declared it. 
four score and cinnamon squares ago. I declared Ooh, it. I could sure could go for some cinnamon squares. But we haven't even talked about what we're actually talking about on this show. I thought we were. I thought the show was over. What is this show even about? So you know. Oh, uh, is it over? Kendall, <laughs> every show ends. Not every show really begins. But this one's gonna <laughs> begin. Ooh. Begin it. Such an abstract, abstract loop. Cliff, we're talking about um, today, folks. <laughs> we're talking about turkeys. Talk At least turkey to a me a little bit, and then we're going to be doing a special little countdown. We're going to talk turkey, Kendall. I love it when you talk turkey. Tough turkey toenails. Turkey for you, turkey for me. I feel I like, like turkey, turkey tonight. Like turkey tonight. Like turkey tonight. Turkey tonight. What's your favorite turkey memory? Favorite turkey memory. Uh, don't tell me you don't have one because it's not possible. It's just simply not possible to have lived almost 40 years, Kendall, and not have any favorite turkey memory. I, know. I do declare um, you must have a turkey memory. When I when I bowled a three strikes in a row and got a wild turkey. Wild no, turkey. Um, I mean, you know, I so here's the thing, like, growing up at Thanksgiving... Here's the I, thing. My family... Here's the thing. Settle back. Um, they we, we ate ham for Thanksgiving. And so I didn't really eat turkey growing up, so it, I don't know. I, I, I didn't... Whoa. So, I, but I, I do love... I remember in kindergarten making the little Thanksgiving cutout with, uh, with paper. I love that. That's a great memory. Memories of the paper turkeys shaped like our hands. Kendall, my favorite turkey memory was, of course, from fourth grade or fifth grade when we had the old Thanksgiving pageant. You thought only children on television did Thanksgiving pageants. Well, so did I. (laughs) Back in the 80s, we did them. And can you guess what member of the Thanksgiving party, who would I have been? I was perfectly cast. Guess, Kendall. I'm asking you to guess if you can't of tell. Of the Thanksgiving party? All the Thanksgiving characters. Who was I? Oh, Charlie Brown. No! <laughs> I was. Charlie Brown was not at the first Thanksgiving. I, oh, the first Thanksgiving. I, okay. Are you going to re-guess? I wasn't following. Are you going to re-guess? Yeah, let me, let me re-guess. Let me re-guess. Um... um uh, who, who was at the first, first Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving? Uh, not Abe Lincoln. No, it was Dom DeLuise there. No, Kendall, I was early on. I was a proud Native American named Squanto. Oh, Squanto! <laughs> That's why I always just identify <laughs> so heavily with Squantos across the world. I think that Squanto is a name should come back at little baby squanto you know how kids these days not counting funky and opie of course who have normal names but a lot of kids these days just have the dumbest names so i think yeah. bring back something real like squanto do you want to start calling you squanto i would prefer it if this could be <laughs> squanto and kendall i'll see if i can remember no kendall no i will not answer oh, to squanto and your white man shenanigans but tell oh, me, but Cliff, what? Tell me. I have things to say about turkey. Please do. I'm a, trying to bring them out of you, like a oh. great chef t- 
trust to bring the beautiful turkey flavor out of a big butterball. Cliff, I know that you're probably thinking that turkeys are just like chickens. Just like chicken. But no, they're more than just big old chickens. They're more than 45 million years of evolution before chickens that that separates the species. Isn't that crazy? Whoa. Chickens are just some evolved shit from some old turkeys. Chickens just evolved from old shit turkeys. Imagine. Kendall, did you know this? That Do you know who thought the turkey would be a better bird for the you old S of A than the bald eagle? Oh, um... If you're saying to yourself, was it old Benny Franks? Yes, it was. <laughs> it was... I read that somewhere and I forgot. Benjamin Franklin. Now, a lot of people go around on Thanksgiving and saying, you know, Benjamin Franklin, he thought the turkey should be the bird of America. Well, not quite. He just thought it was a better choice than the bald eagle. He thought bald eagles were big f***ing assholes. And back in his day, he thought that did not denote you know, the rest of America the way as we think it might these days. But he thought the turkey was just very brave. He called it a bird of courage. And he thought that that would be better for the U.S. than the old bald bitch, the bald eagle. I bet a bald eagle, like, knocked one of his kites out of the sky and he never got over it. Probably so. Picking the bald eagle for the bird would be kind of like picking Larry David as your national (laughs) mascot. Uh, hey. Good in some I'd ways, go for it. Yeah. bad in others. Kendall, it's a mixed bag. Cliff, male turkeys are called uh, something that a lot of people call us gobblers. Oh, oh uh, I thought and that's after the fat sacks of shit. <laughs> I thought that's what you were gonna say. No, that's it was a close second. Oh. Um, but they are called gobblers after the gobble call they make to announce themselves to the oh. females. And compete with other males. Other uh, turkey sounds include purrs, yelps, and kikis. <laughs> uh oh, Kendall, can you imagine all of those sounds coming from a turkey? I don't want to. I don't want to imagine. It's only the men that do it, you know, because they're so stupid. And if you can't tell, <laughs> <laughs> loud pieces of shit. You know, the funny thing about boy and girl turkeys, if you still can't tell which ones are men, because. Hey, they're the ones that are going over in the corner. But if you still can't tell if the turkeys you are babysitting have taken a vow of silence. And you're like, but I still want to know which of these damn things are girls and which is boys. Because it's very important to you for some reason to gender everything. But you don't have to get up and close and personal with those turkeys to just figure out their sex. You don't have to go prying into their genitalia. Instead, just wait until they just take a big old duke right there in the yard. (laughs) And if the bird leaves behind a straight, long, J-shaped turd, (laughs) that's a boy, sir. But if the stool is a bit more of a spiral, a bit more artistic, a bit more hopeful, that's a feminine doodaloo from the turkey true. I think uh, turkeys would probably prefer to be uh, gender neutral. I think so, too. Oh, boys. Oh, my. Have you seen a large slotted spoon? Did we leave one here in the booth, boys? Mrs. Potter Butter Butterchart, she needs it for her boiled potatoes. I told him there was no way it was here in the booth, but we should check just to be sure. Oh, Candle Boy, what's that right over there on your side of the booth? Isn't that a long slotted spoon? Oh, wait. Let me me see. Hold on. I've got a lot of stuff over here. 
Oh, it is a spoon. Oh, it's not slotted though. <laughs> Throw it back. <laughs> we need a slotted spoon. Oh, I think I have one. Oh, oh, oh no. Sorry, I thought I had one. It's just it's a dinger. Sorry. I've, oh, the light and that's my dinger. Reflecting off of it, I thought maybe it was a spoon upside down, but it's not. Oh, dinger. Yeah, I told you it wasn't in here. Wait. Oh. Pot, did you see a wooden spoon? I'm, excuse no. us, dears. We have to find the spoon. <laughs> we need a slotted spoon, girl. Oh, yeah. Please, somebody get her a spoon. I can't wait to try all of this food. Oh, I can't wait. I hope now. Do you think, I guess, I, I don't even need to ask the question because I know etiquette dictates that we will not be able to eat first. We'll have to wait for the whole community to fill their plates before we get to go in line and get food, right? Um, Isn't that what Thanksgiving that is really all about? Yeah, but I mean, couldn't we just sneak in in the middle at some point? Nobody's mm. going to know. Spoken like a true bald-headed eagle bitch from America. <laughs> I stand for the American way. I stand for the flag and kneel for the eagles. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, Kendall. Oh, there's a big bug in my drink, but I'm going to drink it Ooh. anyway. Charles must have been in here again. Cliff, did you know that a group of related male turkeys, they will band together to court their females, even though one member of the group only gets to mate. Ooh. So they're kind of like wing birds. Sexy. They all, they're wingmen. Wingmen? Where wonder where they got that term, Kendall. From all the wings. From the wings. Oh, that drink. I can, I can barely taste the bug that was floating in it. <laughs> Good. I use too much Kool-Aid. Add a little sugar, it'll be just fine. I use too much Kool-Aid drink mix to throw out this huge drink. <laughs> but it's that's no wonder that the that a bug immediately the one bug trapped in our booth immediately came and died in this big Kool-Aid drink because it was so uh-huh. sweet and sugary. Well, yeah, you used like three days worth of our what would have been our Kool-Aid rationings when we were in quarantine. I know. Well, luckily we're not in quarantine here because there's no cases. On Fizzy 111, oh, that's know. why we can have this big, beautiful community meal. Love it. Love it. Kendall, you know what else you're going to love? The snood. The turkey snood. Uh, Cliff, I told you not to talk about the snoods on here. Remember, turkey girl turkeys, the ones that shit in a spiral, they they text the boys, send snoods, not send nudes. <laughs> because now... Honestly, Kendall, in all seriousness. Honestly. (laughs) Honestly, turkeys all have snoods. Even boys and girls, they all have snoods. But that's that red droopy thing on the top of their beak. But for the girls, the snood is just a bit of extra flesh. But for boy turkeys, it's an important part of the hierarchy. In fact, studies have shown that long snoods are more attractive to females and that men with short, stubby snoods are more likely to defer to males with big hanging flopping snoods everywhere kendall so i don't want to get everybody all turned on with all the snood talk but the snood the snoods have it we're not that different turkeys and people so you know kendall you've heard it said some got it and some ain't well the same can be applied (laughs) to the long hanging snood Cliff, did you know that individual turkeys will often have their own unique voices? And this is how turkeys recognize each other. So, you know, I often like to think that there's uh, some somewhere out there, there's a... Coast to coast. 
out there are turkey versions of Cliff and Kendall. Their snoods hang longly, and everyone loves them. Kendall, turkeys... And that's probably where gobblers came from. Exactly. My thoughts exactly, Kendall. Turkeys are native to North America. Did you know this? They can be found in every state except one. What's the one? Uh, Alaska? Correct. I can't believe you got it. Do you see that I'm shocked as hell over on this side <laughs> well, of the booth? I, I mean, expected you to say like there's it. no turkeys surfing into Hawaii, but there are. There are a lot of Hawaii Hawaiian turkeys, and they all say aloha. I happen to have seen a Hawaiian turkey. That's how I knew that they it wasn't Hawaii. I saw a Hawaiian turkey once. It had on these little sunglasses and a little Hawaiian shirt. It looked a lot like Spuds McKenzie when I saw it. But, Kendall, did you know that wild turkeys, even Hawaiian wild turkeys, they're omnivorous. And they eat seeds, insects, and frogs and lizards. What if you just came upon a wild Hawaiian turkey with half of a dead frog in its beak hanging under its snood? Would you just shit your pants, Kendall? <laughs> I, know, I know you'd be happy. I Well, I'd be shitting my pants. And then I'd think about whether I was happy or not <laughs> later. Once I cleaned all the shit out. Yeah, I'm, I might shit my pants. Although, you know, these days it's getting more frequent uh, when you do shit your pants. Well, all the shit. Speaking of shit, Kendall was giving me shit for shitting earlier. He didn't know it took me so long in the bathroom. And here's why. Because I thought I had to go number one, but then I just... I could tell, folks, it was number two. Then after a normal number two, I'm almost finished. Of course... The toilet clogs. It clogs every day in every way. <laughs> Charles the contractor, I don't know what he has done to it. He's made it so that it clogs nine times out of ten. I'm trying to unclog it. There gets to be a big schmear of schmidt on the plumber's helper, the plunger, there. <laughs> and I'm gagging, almost throwing up. And all I hear from outside the bathroom door is, Are you about done in there? We need to do this episode before the community comes. <laughs> And I'm sitting there trying not to gag, plunging a commode full of shit. But anyway, can I mean, excuse me for trying to be prudent. Excuse you. You're excused. I excuse you, Kendall, and I bless you and send you on your way. All right, what else is there to say about turkeys? Well, there's so much to say about turkeys. Do you know they can they can fly up to 50, 55 miles per hour? Whoa. But only for short distances. So, Whoa. you know, just like us, we may be able to run fast, but we're not going to go far. Not far. Now, Kendall, you already broke the big news that male turkeys are called gobblers, and female turkeys are called hens. Those are the ones that shit in a spiral-like motion. Do you know what young boy and girl turkeys are called? The children. The turkey uh, is it a pull, A pullet? A pullet? Well, all together, it's a group of pullets, but the boys are called Jake's. And the girls are called Jennies. Oh, good old Jenny and Jake's. It's Jenny like Jack and, and Jake. Jill. I knew that I had a special affection for those young whippersnapping <laughs> boys named Jake. When y'all grow up to be big, strong turkey men, and you're flying for 55 miles an hour, you can do it, Jake. You can do it, Jenny. We believe in you, whether you're shitting a long, straight J or in a beautiful, feminine spiral. <laughs> oh, oh. 
ooh, 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 ooh. That burnt my nose. <laughs> <laughs> what did you eat? Did you were you sneaking some of those turkey spices that Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn had? Well, I don't know. There was some spice over there that that I tried because it looked really delicious and it really burned everything. I don't know what it was. <clears throat> I hope we can f- figure it out. This, this is like the <laughs> detective. I need Jessica Fletcher on this case. What did he eat, folks? I'll ask Mrs. Potter, but I better turn late. Oh, boys, did you see our large shaker of very hot burning peppers? Oh, dear, it was a special blend of hot spices from all over the world. Oh, yes, it looks oh. very good, boys, but don't be fooled. Oh, it might burn your throat. What, what would happen, like, if somebody did happen to eat some? Or if they were really stupid and just ate, like, a big spoonful? Well, dear, at first you might feel a little tingle, a little burn, but over time it's going to definitely develop into something that's really going to hurt. Oh, yes. Right away you'll be thinking that you're safe. But I don't think so, Candle Boy. So, have you seen our very special blend of hot herbs and spices? Candle, have you seen it? Yes, I think it's over there on the table. Uh, right, with the, see the lid's just sitting over to the side, and there's some little finger marks in it. Oh, 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 oh that's it, dear. Oh, that's it, dear. Oh, oh, right. pot, don't touch those spices, dear. Don't burn the shit. Very hot. Uh oh, Kendall. Cliff, I don't know what to do. Should I uh, drink some milk? Do you have any? Do you got a cow in here? Or, no, I thought maybe you'd offer me up some if I mentioned uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Kendall, quit looking at my bosom like that. They're not going to be <laughs> full of anything for you. Now, Kendall, I'd take oh. some of those Kleenex and just maybe wipe off your tongue. Ooh, okay, give me here. Some, give me some of those. Oh, okay. All right. <coughs> oh. Ooh, that really burns. Oh, hey, Charles. Charles, will you run down to the gas station and get me some milk? All right, well, I guess... All right, we'll see if he does. Uh, Anyway, Cliff, on with the show. On with the show, Kendall. I couldn't agree more. On with the show. Did you know the turkey is believed to have been sacred in ancient Mexican cultures? The Mayans, Aztecs, Toltecs all referred to the turkey as the great... Zoltal, viewing them as jeweled birds. The, the great Zopal. <laughs> Zoltal. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's like it's got like so many X's in there and some O's oh, and L's and some T's. Holy bird, bird, you are so holy. You are the great Zopal. Jeweled bird. And there are so many jewels. Kindle, I'm about to get sick. Talking about turkeys, can we please move on to a segment that's part of something everybody should know? It's time for things you should know. Oh, and here's your host, two big old fat sows. Two Looking big good. old, just move that big dangling snood out of your face, and it's ready. Are you ready, Kendall? For uh, yes, sir. My nose is burning. Uh, uh oh. What uh, is it? Oh no. <laughs> I thought steam was coming out of your ears, but I see that Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn, she's just making some tea behind you, behind the booth oh, over there. You scared me for a minute, because it feels like steam's coming out of my ears. Your eyes do look really red. Your pupils are red. Is that normal? N- not all the time. All right, Kendall, I've got something that you should know right here. Are you ready? 
Let's go. <gasps> Who created Hill Street Blues, L.A. Law, and Cop Rock? Um, Dick Wolf. Dick yourself, Kendall. That was Stephen <laughs> Bochco. Oh, good old Stephen Bochco. Oh, well. Hold on. Oh, here we go. Clip. Who was the victim of the first murder seen live on TV? <gasps> Uh, that guy, Lee Harvey Oswald. Yes! Uh-huh. I knew what? it was that guy. Kendall, what brokerage house's TV ads unleashed a bull in a china shop? Uh, TJ Waterhouse. Close. Merrill Lynch. Oh, they're all the same. <laughs> all the same. All the same. What was the Oscar winning theme song of Breakfast at Tiffany's? Moon River, wider than a mile. I'm crossing you in style someday. Moon River reminds me of us, Kendall, because it's wider than a mile. You're welcome, Cliff. You're welcome as well, Kendall. You're welcome back. <laughs> All right, Kendall, this also Thank reminds me of you. What doughy character played air guitar and harmonica and skateboarded in 1990 ads? Doughy character. Um, Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> Don't make me touch your stomach so you laugh, you Pillsbury Doughboy, you. Correct? <laughs> Love it. Love it, love it. Cliff, love whose it. figure did Walt Disney Studios use to model for Tinkerbell? Oh, you know, they used my figure to model for Jabba the Hutt. But for <laughs> Tinkerbell, didn't they use old Marilyn Monroe? You are correct. You are. I'm correct. Of course I'm correct. Kendall? You're always correct. All one, once correct, always correct. Kendall, whose black next door neighbor was George Jefferson? <laughs> oh, from where the spinoff came from. Um, oh, God, what show was it? Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. Oh, All in the Family. Songs that made the hit parade. That's right. Guys like us, we had it made. Those oh, were the, the days. And you knew who you Guys were girls and men were men. Mister, we could use a man like her, but who for again? Didn't need no welfare state. Everybody well, pulled. <laughs> That's right. G R O S O S O S O Exactly, Kendall. All in the family. Did you say that, Archie Bunker, ten minutes ago? I forgot. I did after you started singing it, but it was oh. a full nine and a half minutes at least ago. Well, you're welcome, Kendall. You are welcome. <laughs> you're welcome again. You're welcome again. Cliff, and finally for me, I have one more question for you. Right. Who is the world's richest duck? <gasps> was that the Scrooge McDuck? You are correct. Some you are correct. 
Finally, for me, Kendall, finally, I have one more extra thankful Thanksgiving question for you. I'm thankful for it. And you're welcome for being so thankful. <laughs> I'm thankful for your thankfulness. Kendall, who is known on the planet Melmac as Gordon Shumway? Uh, Alf? Alf! Ding you dong. are correct. <laughs> you are correct, sir. Oh, I want to watch some Alf. That sounds fun. What a what a gay old time that would be. We'll have a gay old time. Alf episodes. Everybody be thankful for Alf. Be thankful for all the aliens that have come before us. Any last thoughts, Kendall, about turkey? I I don't. It's just so hard to concentrate with my mouth on fire. I'm going to have to go see if I can find some sort of dairy product, whether it be ice cream or yogurt, to, to try and tamp this pain down well i know you got rid of charles the contractor by sending him to the store across the street but you know there is a big case full of sheep's milk right over there to the left will sheep's milk work boy kendall (laughs) i don't know maybe it's only cow milk that does the thing where it cools your hotness maybe i think you are discriminating against sheep (gasps) and their milk there are all kind of sheep dairy products over here and I don't think that, oh, I just can't believe, Kendall, that you would stoop so low. Well, I'm going to go try it right now. Okay. <laughs> let's take a break. All right, let's take one. Dueling dingers. Break we'll be it. right back after this. All right, you break it, you bought it. I believe in miracles, and I believe Cliff and Kendall will be right back after this. Remember, Harry, it's Marion's first holiday turkey, not a word if it's dry. It's her first turkey. It won't be juicy. What they don't know is Marion's first turkey is America's first turkey, Butterball. It's always juicy because it's specially deep-basted, so every slice is moist and tender. Mmm, juicy turkey, Marion. I knew it would be. After all, it's Butterball, also available fresh. We are Beatrice. Well, 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 look who's back. And just in time for more Cliff and Kindle Coast to Coast. the contractor because he didn't bring you your milk you didn't end up needing it anyway because you stuck your head in that big bucket of sheep milk back in the stock room so don't be mad at him i do feel better well i'm always mad at him it has nothing to do with that it's not about just that it's about everything that led up to this i know well but you know mr snobbon he paged charles to get back to the store quick because all those kids are going to come here to the store in a little while to have their picture taken with charles once he gets into that big turkey suit 
Uh, which I have said over and over is not a good idea. I mean, the snood is very imposing and sort of gross. Uh, I, I think I'm worried what he's going to do with that snood when the children are close are around. None of that turkey talk. We're now talking about something else. Oh shit, listeners! Uh, did you just shit your pants when you realize we are turning the tables? Turkey time is over. I gave a spoiler alert earlier that later we're going to be changing the subject. Changing the subject to what, Kendall? Well, Cliff, you can't talk about turkey without talking about all the side dishes that go along with turkey at Thanksgiving. Oh, now, and we're going to, now, okay, we're going to count down. We're going to do a mini countdown of the great side dishes. It's a mini countdown. (laughs) Are these just Thanksgiving side dishes or are they the, the side dishes of all time? You tell me. Oh, I thought they were Thanksgiving side All right. Well, that's fine. Well, that's fine. That's, I just want to know where you're coming from, Kendall. want to know. <laughs> are we on the same page at all? On the same page. We are. All right. Who I have some paper. Start? Do you need some paper? I've got some over here. <laughs> Not at the moment. Okay. Uh, do you want me to flip a space coin and see who starts the countdown? Uh, does uh, the Pope shit in the woods? Of course. All right. Well, pick a side, heads or tail. Give me some tail. Tails it is. Oh, shit. Uh, now, I, I do have the... I know what number one should be. So if you get it wrong, Thanksgiving is canceled forever. Oh, God. Well, then I forfeit <laughs> and... No, Kendall... <laughs> There's no crying in baseball, nor f- no forfeiting in Thanksgiving countdowns. <laughs> Carry on is what we have to do. Number six on the side dish countdown. Oh, oh I could make you mad. Steal that one right away, but I won't. I'm going to say <laughs> number six. <gasps> sweet potatoes. Oh, that's exactly what I was thinking, Cliff. Do you love sweet potato casserole? Oh, I love sweet potato casserole. Oh, with, with pecans the, on top. And oh, my God. I love it with the marshmallows on top. Yeah, and lots and lots of brown sugar. Brown just melting in sugar. pools of sweetness. Oh, I love it. I love the sweet potatoes. Now, as a child, I did not always love sweet potatoes because I thought orange potatoes look awful. Those was taste like huge carrots. Yeah. But when you douse them with all that delicious brown sugar and marshmallow and all that other stuff that makes you thankful here in November, ooh, I call it good stuff, Kendall. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good stuff. I think that's what that whole B-52's album was about. Good stuff. It was about sweet potato casserole. Okay, well, Cliff, I, the the first one on my list, I'm I'm worried that you are not going to agree with, oh, and I have to, I'm standing up for it hard yeah. because I love it. I love it. Uh oh, it is one of my favorites, and uh, you're going to hate me for for saying this. Uh oh, Brussels sprouts. Cliff. Oh, Brussels uh, sprouts. Oh, this has turned into a vindictive, violent 
hate-filled countdown. But now, just, now listen. It just, it just turned on a dime. But now listen, listen. You have to, just like sweet potatoes, that if you picked up a sweet potato and tried to no. eat it, like, buh. Listen, hold on, listen. You have to make sure you cook it correctly with, like, a lot of butter and, oh, and, like, grill it. It's so good. It's one of my favorites. So I knew you are going to hate me for it, but Brussels sprouts, it is. <laughs> oh, Kendall, you are in. All I can say is you're in for a world of hurt. With the rest of this countdown. <laughs> because the gloves are off and it's no more Mr. Nice Guy. But I'm going to take a break from this unexpectedly contentious countdown of side dishes. I want to go and part of Thanksgiving, you know, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn, Mr. Snodbottom, they're here making this beautiful community meal to help all of Fizzy 111 give thanks for the good things, whatever, the good stuff, as the B-52s talked about in their album called Good Stuff. And one of those things that we're giving thanks for, for is helping people. Helping people. Kendall, would you like to help some people today? I would love to help some people, Cliff. You know I love it. It's one of my favorite things to do around here. We all love it's just it's one of the things that you know you hear about the ties that bind. That's what helping people is. To us, Kendall, you've got a letter over there. You've I got see you questions. opening it. We've got answers. Dear Cliff and Kendall. All right, open that bitch up. Yeah, I'm already opening. Hold on, here we go. All right. <clears throat> Dear Cliff and Kendall. Okay. My family and I bought a house in a nice, quiet, safe neighborhood three years ago. What we... <clears throat> oh, sorry. What we didn't know prior to moving in was that our next door neighbor sometimes smokes cigarettes. Uh-oh. Now, it rains every, uh, It rains eight months out of the year here, and we usually keep our windows closed, so it isn't an issue. But during the summer, we like to sleep with the windows open. When our neighbor steps outside for a cigarette, the smoke drifts into our bedroom. Our homes are separated by small yards, so at first I thought they didn't realize that the smoke was bothering us, and eventually I began to get upset. When I wake up in the middle of the night to use the bathroom, I can smell it. I have made a point to loudly slam the windows shut, hoping it would make them stop, but there is no way they don't hear that noise, but it doesn't stop them. We don't want to have to keep our windows closed because it's not uh, an everyday occurrence. It happens once a week or so. It's always late at night. There's no landlord to complain to. We don't know what to do. Help us, Cliff and Kendall. This is signed, Hates the Smoke in Oregon. Portland, Oregon, and slow gin fizz. If that ain't love, then tell me what is, uh-huh. Remember that great song Loretta Lynn and uh-huh. Jack White sang? That's a great song. Close the window. Close right. every door to me. Close when You know, when God closes a window, the smoke doesn't come in. That's what. That's, that's why he doesn't. You open your heart. Open, open your heart to me. Remember the greatest number one blue Baby. thing. True Blue had that great, great hit Madonna song. Open your heart. I hold the. Oh, lock that song was on True Blue. You hold the key. Well, that was one of the many hits that I sang. It really well, is. No, a, I, okay. It's a hit-filled <laughs> album. Not every album. I didn't mean is. it was the only one. I was just. I was like, oh, that one is on that album. I no, guess. I know. I was with you because that you're happy. You, you were happily shocked, like, oh my god, even that hit was on that album? That, that album was so fucking stacked with hits. Stacked with hits, Cliff, much like our show. Stacked with hits. Stacked with hits. And much like my bosom, stacked with tits. All, All right, right, Cliff, it's your turn. All right. Oh, let's let me help get some it more here. people. 
let me get this letter over here. Oh, here it is. Let me open this up. Have not seen it yet. What will it be? Let's part of it is open. Let's see. Got one more clasp over here. And finally, oh, here we go. Oh, it says, Dear Cliff and Kendall, I work for a sports arena, but don't reveal in which state. Oh, okay. Don't tell them it's in. Oh, oops, almost said. Okay. Several times a year, people are caught having a bang session in the upper decks uh -oh. of the empty stands. Cliff and Kendall, the other arena workers, and I call this having an upper decker. They are caught because television cameras, I don't know if you know this, Cliff and Kendall, are very powerful and can zoom in for a close-up of the subject from several hundred feet away. Oh, we know. We know, and believe me, when they zoom in on us, every time they zoom, they add 10 more pounds. <laughs> Kendall and Cliff, of course, these images never make it on the air. We are not the Spice Channel. However, they usually do end up on videotape, and through the miracle of satellite technology, Kendall and Cliff, they could end up in every TV sports department in the country, nudie, naked people, boning in the upper decks. Cliff and Kendall, this is just a warning to those Randy Rudes who thinks they are getting away with something you ain't. And it says, oh, it's not secret anymore in, oh, it says redacted where it's from. All right. Kendall, what do you have to say to these people banging in the stands? Well, I say... Cliff, you don't know where love is going to hit you. I want to know what love is. Doesn't Upper Decker stand for something else? Me. I don't know, Kendall. Why would I know about things like that? I, I don't know. Google it. As much as anyone would know. I don't I don't know where my phone is, Steve. You were the one at the beginning of the show being like, I don't know who created Thanksgiving. Maybe it was King Thanksgiving of Th Turkey Island. No, <laughs> well, As you can see, Cliff, I don't bother to look things up right away. <laughs> or ever at ever. all. Kendall, what a damn shame. <laughs> You're going to say, what a day. What a day. What a day. <laughs> what a day. Oh, uh, 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 if it's time to get back to some more side dishes. All right. Number four. <gasps> oh, boys. Do you have any extra flash bulbs in here? We're going to need to take several photographs of the children with Charles the contractor now that he's dressed as a big Thanksgiving turkey. Oh. Doesn't he look so fun and festive to you? So festive. Oh, that snood. Oh, it just makes me laugh and laugh the way it dangles in his face. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, it's, that's something, all right. It's something. It really is a sight to behold. Now, all those, are you afraid those wings and that plumage might be a little too much for this small sort of inside of the store here? Maybe... He needs to go out on the sidewalk. Oh, dude, do you, do you think it'd be prudent for him to go outside instead? Oh, I don't know. I think it's better publicity for the store to see the photographs with our big sign inside, dear. Oh, yes, dear. We could get the big the big sign in the background. Oh, yes, Charles, why don't you go stand over here outside, dear? Come along, dear. Why don't you take your wings off to get through the door? Oh, yeah. Whatever you say, dear. Oh, yes, I agree. All they right, should there they go. Always. Let's take it outside. And it'll smell better in the store. Kendall. All right, Cliff. Number four. Number four. Don't forget. Your turn. You asked for it. <laughs> you brought this on. I'm trying yourself. to think what you, could you possibly do to hurt me so badly. Kendall, number four. 
in the side, in the side, it's a side in the south, <laughs> in the south, there's a side that we love, and we love it all year round, but it makes us especially thankful at Thanksgiving, and you put a big bowl of this on the table, you are going to have some happy, happy people come Thanksgiving Day, okay? You know why I love it? You know why I call it number four on the Side Dish Countdown? It's because it's one of the great makeovers in Side Dish history. Takes something so slimy, makes it so good, chops it up real fine, batters and fries it. I'm talking about your favorite in mine, Kendall, fried okra, number four on the Side Dish Countdown. Oh. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Dark turn. We love it. We can have it with anything. Dip it in some ketchup. Dippity-doo. Kendall, it's everybody's favorite fried okra. I love it. You love it. In the South, it's just a staple. It's a staple. It's like goddamn staples. If you go to Staples, the office supply store in the South, you're going to find hot, piping hot fried okra for sale because it's but a staple. Much like life. This show just got dark. This show. Oh. Now, however, it's okay because I have often gone to dinners and I just saw something down the way on the table. And I'm like, well, I'm just not going to eat that. And that's okay. That's what okay. I would do. It can be on the table. That's what I do with Brussels sprouts. To me, Brussels sprouts looks worse than that uh, haunted casserole that Elvira makes in the Elvira movie. Oh, right? No, Where I it love, jumps out. like... Li- Eat you. They're like little Audrey twos. The <laughs> Brussels sprouts. I love little it. Audrey too. Man, sure um, looks like plant so food to me, Kendall. We'll keep my Brussels sprouts over here, and you keep your fried okra over there, and we'll be just fine. But next on the list, this one we'll put in between us because uh-huh. I know oh. you're gonna want some as well, Cliff. And that is macaroni and cheese. Oh, 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 oh. it is one of my very favorite things and it would be number one if i wasn't trying to make sure the world stayed in proper rotation i thought for sure it would be your number one kendall that's why i almost out of rage almost sniped it from you earlier but i didn't (laughs) well i figured that's what you were gonna do i figured you were gonna say that next and i was shocked then even more so when you said fried okra Kendall, you know... Really took a double turn. <laughs> Don't get on the bad side of a Virgo. I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> All your Scorpio masks cannot save you now, Kendall. Nope. Ripping them off one by one. One but by one macaroni. Mac cheese, What's your favorite it? kind of macaroni and cheese? Um, so... <laughs> Well, okay, I love an old, like, just Velveeta box of mac and cheese. I I do. I love it so much. But at Thanksgiving, usually, like, you kind of make sort of like a baked mac and cheese with, like, breadcrumbs and all kind of other good things on top of it. You know, to make it even worse for you, because that's what Thanksgiving's all about. Oh, yeah. So that's what I really prefer is a nice baked souffle Uh, mac and cheese. I do, too. Uh, There's a... With heavy cream. Yeah, there's a great recipe my mother has made sometimes for years. It's the Martha Stewart macaroni and cheese. 
Oh, and, I bet that's. Good. And it costs like eighty dollars to make it because you have to have the <laughs> fanciest cheeses of all. You have to buy a special cheese grater. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you, yeah, basically. So I've made it, I think, once, and it turned out okay. But it's all the way she makes it, and the way Martha makes it. Yeah, it's like that. It's fancy. It's got your expensive cheeses. It's got your breadcrumbs. It's got your heavy whipping cream. I can't believe you didn't have it at number one, Kendall. I'm a little bit shocked. Well, I was I was holding out for what I thought you wanted me to have for number one. I was trying to keep everything flowing safely here on Thanksgiving. Listen at Kendall. He is he that he thinks he can have it both ways, listeners. He with his Scorpio masks, he thinks he can please me by putting something at number one, while also putting. Brussels sprouts. I had to look over and see what they're called because I was trying to black it out in my mind. Uh, Brussels sprouts on <laughs> the list. Well, you know what's so good about a Scorpio is there's something for everybody. There's something. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you say, Kendall, whatever you say. Isn't there something else we have to do? <laughs> yes, we have to fill in a blank. Fill in the... Oh my, oh my God. A... Sorry. Did you... Charles the contractor just walked back in and he left his feathers on and he just knocked down that whole display of fresh oh, pottery holy that shit. Crockpot just took out of the kiln. Oh god. Oh, she is she is pissed. Ooh, uh-oh. All right, just uh just it's it's Thanksgiving everybody. Let's cool out. Kendall's in here putting Brussels sprouts on countdowns, but we're it's still a day of love. It's, it's day, because day they're of, good. Oh, day of healing for all of us, okay guys? All right, let's fill in the blank. We're an example already here, Cliff, because we have learned to sit at the same table with Brussels sprouts and fried okra. Cover, Kendall, would you please cover, just put, (laughs) just cover up those Brussels sprouts. I can't. (laughs) I'm about to eat them. Look at them. Remember in Soap Dish when Whoopi Goldberg and Sally Field, they're having dinner and Sally Field has ordered this big plate of crawdads. And Whoopi, Whoopi says, could you cover those up? I'm looking at crawdad butts over here. That's what I feel like when I'm looking at Brussels sprouts. But it's okay, oh, Kendall. Right. You and your crawdad butts. Alien okras. They're okay All right, Cliff, me. it's time to fill in the blank. Fill in this one, Kendall. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'll wager that in 10 years, it will be fashionable again to be a blank. A bitch. A bitch. I'm a lover. I'm a child. I'm a mother. No, Kendall, all those are wrong. <laughs> virgin. It'll be fashionable a again virgin. to be a virgin, says Barbara Cartland. All right. Wrong. I was wrong. Cliff, to invent, you need a good blank and a pile of junk. <laughs> a good brain. Uh, close enough. An imagination. Close enough. Thomas Edison. Oh, I knew Thomas Edison and I, and I. We have so much in common. I know it. I know it. I know Kendall, it. it may be the blank that crows, but it is the hen that lays the eggs. Uh. It may be the the cock the cock Kendall how dare you say that word on Thanksgiving day no of course it is the cock that crows saith Margaret that's why I said it <laughs> saith Margaret Thatcher that's why I said it yeah 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 be so blank they can't ignore you be so fat they can't ignore you and I've done it 
No, see, you got it wrong. It was Be So Good. Oh. That was Steve Martin said that. Uh-oh, Steve. Uh-oh, this next quote was said by one of his friends. He's, uh, this person said, There will be blank after death. We just won't be able to feel it. I was, I was about to say there will be blood after death. There will be uh, life after death. No, there will be life after love, but there will be sex after death, oh. said Lily Tomlin. <laughs> oh, good old Lily Tomlin. There is no blank. There is no progress. There's no justice. No, Cliff. Struggle. What a struggle. This listeners are like, I think I've known struggle, speaking of this episode. Okay. Well, they know struggle, all right. <laughs> they know struggle. Our listeners, listening to this show must be what it felt like when you had to, like, fight your way to the Underground Railroad back in the Civil War days. A struggle is what I'm saying, Kendall. It's a struggle. A struggle. But it's about love. It's about hope and healing. Just like the Underground Railroad. Kendall, finally for me. The big difference between sex for money and sex for free is that sex for money usually costs a lot blank. More. Less, Kendall. (laughs) You had two choices. I had a 50-50 fucking option. Brendan Francis. He said it, and he said it well. I thought you said he said it best. He said it best. (laughs) Said it Best, Kendall. All right. Oh, well, luckily, Fonky and Opie are out there sweeping up those shards of pottery. They're putting the stuff back together, and they're working as a team. Look at that turkey. Are you seeing that? I mean, we don't even eat turkey, but look how beautiful it is. That is just gorgeous. I love those booties that Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn. You know, she put the booties on the turkey legs. She made those by hand. They're doily. Gorgeous. Yeah, they, she was working all night on them. This is a beautiful meal that oh, the like town is going to enjoy. From Norman Rockwell. What what will Charles do to mess this up? Oh, can't do nothing. <laughs> He's outside. <laughs> he, as long as he it's stays like outside psychic. taking pictures with the kids, he's going to be okay. All right, Cliff. It's time to continue this countdown. All right, number two. <gasps> Side dish. Countdown for Thanksgiving. Number two. Cannot be understated. There's only one way that number two can be served, okay? That comes uh-huh. in variations, but most of them are just shit. All right? All right. Number two. Greatest Thanksgiving side dish. Get the can opener, because we're going to have some cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce. From a can, it needs to look like a can. Is what oh, my nope. cranberry sauce? Oh yes, that's nope. ex- oh yes, that's exactly what I want. I want a can-shaped purple cranberry sauce on my table. Now, Cliff, I have to ask you one question. Then, if you say that, who let the what? dogs out? What is it? What would Martha Stewart do? Would she eat a can of cranberry sauce, or would she make cranberry sauce from real cranberries and sugar? Martha would say that she respects all cultures and traditions in the family. Yeah, but she'd say mine was a good thing. Oh, Kendall, I think she, oh, Martha's going to have a lot to say to you. Martha's been to prison. She's going <laughs> to come out oh. of you on a dark night, Kendall. Because Martha I couldn't I agree more. Cranberry sauce. I agree with you there. Let's just agree to disagree on the form of it. I refuse to agree to that. I will say that <laughs> cranberry sauce in a it's can. 
in a can. If you, if you feel like putting some other kind of cranberry sauce, then you should have thought about that before you got to number one. Because canned, can-shaped, jelly, jello cranberry sauce is number two. All right, Kendall, which leads us to number one. Do you want a drum roll? Yes, I do. Of course, I want a drum roll. It's a turkey drum roll. Stuff it. Stuff it's it. Stuffing. Stuffing. Don't you love some good old stuffing? I, I would say cornbread, but that's in the stuffing. So. That's the cornbread stuffing. Now, it's stuffing, or do you, how would you describe stuffing, even though we don't eat it when it's been stuffed in anything? How would you describe yeah. that to someone who is like, Kendall, what the hell is stuffing? Well, like why it's called stuffing, you mean? Well, what is it? What is it? Or, or dressing. I call it dressing. Oh, well, yeah. So, I mean, it's called stuffing because you stuff it up in the bird when you cook it with the bird usually. But it's uh, like it's like just crumbled up cornbread and uh, usually like some turkey broth if you eat meat or vegetable broth if you're like us and you have some vegetables and onions. It's really just, I think, to sop up all the juice from the bird is why they, they used to make it. But it's... Mm-mm, good. It's sort of a... It's kind of like... A, it's almost like a bread casserole, right? Almost? Yeah. Well, and that's like how that. you make it when you're not stuffing it in anything. Well, and my family never... I don't think my family ever stuffed it in anything. We always just had I, big trays. <laughs> yeah, and I think my mom made it in the turkey at, like at, early on. but But then, of course, that quickly turned to... <laughs> just make it in, in, a, in a pot, you know. But it's very good. You should look it up. Martha would approve of all variations, I'm sure. Mm. It's so good. So good. So good. Whether you stuff it, whether you dress it, so long as you eat it on Thanksgiving. Can eat it. Eat oh, it. Oh. Hey, I'll eat it anytime, day or night, 365 days a year. I would not turn it away. Well, Ab... Absolutely, absolutely. I stuff it right in my mouth. Oh my, boys, are you about finished in here? We need you to come out and start rolling up the napkins for the community. Yeah, we were just about to finish up. I think, uh, I guess we're, we have anything else you need to say, Cliff? Well, since you guys walked in, do you want to share something that you're thankful for this year? Oh, what a lovely idea. So, Mrs. Potter, Butter, Butter, Turn, do you want to start? Oh. Well, dear, of course I'm always thankful for all of you. That's number one in my, my book always. Uh, but I'm extremely thankful for my daffodil, Mr. Snotbottom. <laughs> you bring me so much love and joy every day. Oh, sugar lump. Oh, why, you took the words right from my mouth, dear. I'm so thankful for you, sugar lump, and for the people here of the Falkland Islands who have embraced us all and held us close to their bosoms. I, I'm so thankful for them as well. Oh, that's such a lovely thing to say, dear. They are wonderful people. That is. I'm so thankful for them as well. I would say I'm also thankful, of course, for Metamix Eternally, all the remixes that came out this year. And even though Hollywood has been cruelly shut down, I feel like, you know, I'm very thankful that Jake Gyllenhaal, I feel like he's back filming something somewhere soon to hit something or another and things will once again be right with the world. What about you, Kendall? 
Well, Cliff, I'm thankful for you, my co-host. Mm. I'm thankful for you, Mr. Snodbottom, and you, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. Oh, thank you, dear. Uh, I'm thankful for um, Charles the Contractor, even though I want to not say nice things. <gasps> uh, I'm thankful for Crockpot. I'm thankful for Susan. I'm thankful for everything we have that well we have gotten said, to this boy. terrible year. Oh, yes. <laughs> Very Thank nice. You, That's a wonderful thing to say. Oh, yeah. Oh, all right, boys. Hurry up now. Come out here. We've got to start rolling these napkins and setting out the salt and pepper shakers. Oh, yes, dear. Crockpot, they're going to roll the napkins. They'll be right out here. All right, we'll be right out. We just got to wrap the show up in here. All right, Cliff. Pull the wrap it up lever. Pull the wrap it up. I have a quote, <laughs> Kendall. Oh, do you? I would love to hear a quote. <laughs> would you love to hear the quote? Yes, I've longed for quotes. <sighs> Many people seem to think it foolish, even superstitious, to believe that the world could still change for the better. And it is true that in winter it is sometimes so bitingly cold that one is tempted to say, What do I care if there is a summer? Its warmth is no help to me now. Yes, Evil often seems to surpass good, but then, in spite of us, and without our permission, there comes at last an end to the bitter frosts. One morning the wind turns, and there is a thaw, and so I must still have hope. And that was said, whoa, by Vincent Van Gogh. Brilliant, Cliff. Brilliant. Brilliant, Kendall. It's been a wonderful Thanksgiving here with all of us and with you, and I'm thankful for the whole crew. Oh, me as well. And I'm listeners, I'm thankful for you. We're thankful for you, listeners. Think of us as you slice that can of cranberry sauce on Thanksgiving Day. And all of my fans are thinking about the regular cranberry sauce. Yes, all of Kendall's fans are thinking that. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> so I'm talking about myself when I listen to the show. We'll see you here next week. Thanks for listening to Cliff and Kindle Coast to Coast. Binge listen to more episodes at cliffandkindle.podbean.com. It's a quiet celebration with family and friends. A time for counting blessings. A time to make amends. There's a feeling all around you. You can hold it in your hands and pass it round the table for all to understand. Though tomorrow may take us far away. Let's stick together now. Let's find a way somehow to feel Thanksgiving every day.